Welcome to Nonprofit Network, powered by Stokes Auction Group. We are a group of fundraising professionals that specialize in raising funds to improve communities of all sizes. So we are going to start our podcast this year very differently. This is 2024. I'm Kelly Schenfeld. Hey, Polly Schenfeld here. Hello, gang. Welcome, welcome. And my name is Shelby Stokes. Welcome to 2024. And we were going to talk about change, but instead what we have decided to do on this podcast is talk about whatever in the heck we want to talk about, <laughs> right? Be a little controversial, <laughs> virtual, be a little funny, be a little sad, be a little happy, be whatever. We're changing our tune today and we're going to talk about insurance. No. That <laughs> is crap. And insurance oh, is a problem, people. You have to have it. But, I mean, come on. It's necessary. You must it's have it. It's necessary, but it. they are pilferging us, people. I tell you what. What are we going to do to change it? Technology is great. What are we going to do to change it? Can we get AI involved well, to change it? Well, there we go. That's Speaking of change, just put the AI on it. That'll be good to go. It's got to change, boys. I mean, I was just telling somebody today, like, we need to have some privatized individuals in there shaking things up in the medical sector. Yeah, there is a guy that's that's into the uh, RX, into pharmaceuticals, and Mark Cuban is also into this, trying to go against these large behemoth pharmaceutical companies that have more lobbyists than there are senators. Yeah, what are you going to do about our opinion? Nothing. (laughs) It's just our opinion. But we might be a little right. We no. might we might be canceled by Big Pharma now. I don't Uh-oh. care. Try it, Big Pharma. <laughs> big, Come on. You try it, Big Pharma. Come now, on. The big question is: Taylor Swift got dissed at the Golden Globes. Wait, what? That's what happened? Not, that's big news, but I got even bigger I news. Tell so. you what? What now? That's a big deal. <laughs> what happened? To she Steve? did what something about uh, Emma Thompson. Yeah. Okay. Won an award. And Taylor congratulated her? Or yeah, did, and yeah. then this comedian, I don't know. I don't Joe know. Coy. He's, so good. He's, I've never great. watched him before. I mean, oh, Joe Coy. Awesome. You've really? got to watch him. Yeah. You must watch Joe Coy. Now, if you're uptight <laughs> and you are and you think that you don't want cuss words and you don't want to talk about stuff like that, yeah. you're number one, probably shouldn't be watching our podcast. And number two, don't watch Joe Coy. Yeah, he's but if you not. enjoy humor. If you are a fan of humor, watch this show. Watch Joe Coy. Yeah. But no, definitely hard R for his language. Hard R. So wait, so what happened to Taylor? Somebody else won an award and Taylor didn't and boo-hoo? Is that what's happening? She got dissed. I didn't read the no, joke. I, I was I, hoping that I you didn't, would. I didn't read the joke, but so it was pretty funny. But <laughs> Thank uh, you for from, coming for this retelling of I, this story. No, yeah, listen. Was, that thing, was a very good hey, idea, wasn't Listen, it? the thing about Taylor you Swift is know. this little gal gives a lot of money away. So, And you know what? I think in, in uh, Hollywood and in all those places that people are really caring what other people think, yeah, I doubt Taylor really cares too much. I mean, she takes her million-dollar checks every minute of the day She's and walks home with it. She's very supportive of her boyfriend at the NFL And who games. wouldn't be? You know, yes, he looks yes. pretty good in those pants, I must say. But his brother's even a little sexier. <laughs> Let's just talk about Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, tackle, tackle, tackle. Tackle. Chase tackle. that little bun. Chase those booties. Oh, I got you. Down you go. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. They're not playing flag football. If you know Jimmy what I mean. Kimmel. What about him? Oh, Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers. They're and going Jimmy at it. Kimmel is in the right here. Okay. So Aaron Rodgers made something on this podcast that he's on. He made some I know what it is. Allude he alluded to 
that Jimmy Kimmel was actually might be on that list Jeffrey of, Epstein list. of ah, Jeffrey Epstein got list. Got it. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. the problem yeah. with that is Jimmy Kimmel is actually quite correct in this in that because Aaron Rodgers does commercials and because everybody looks up to football players, which come on, they're just people. Um, and you know, because of this and because of that, it is quite possible that there will be the bonehead out there, because there's a lot of them out there, that says, I heard Jimmy Kimmel is on the Jeffrey Epstein list. Just because Aaron Rodgers said it. Just because Aaron Rodgers said it. Shame on you, Aaron. <laughs> shame, shame. <laughs> and if you don't want to be teased about your hair, maybe don't put it up in a bun. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It, it, Jimmy's it's, like, he's ready to dance. He's like, I'll see you in court, mister. And yeah. he will win. He will. And all that he's asking for is an apology. Yeah. That's all he's asking for, and he deserves one. You can't put somebody's name next to a to a pedophile. I mean, listen. I So the list is out, right? I haven't looked at the list, but the list is out, right? I haven't looked at right? the list is out, yeah. Yeah, so it's like public knowledge at this point. And I don't know what happened with all that Epstein stuff. It feels to me like that was a blackmail racket is what it feels like to me. It's like they created a list and put people in situations where mm -hmm. they can be like, look, you're on this list now. Now you're going to do whatever we say is really what it feels like to Which me. shame on them, too. Entirely possible. That's what it feels like to me. It'd be pretty easy to but do, wouldn't it? They're all dirty. It would, right? It's all it'd be gross. Easy. You're hey, right. come it's out to my gross. island. Oh, you were in the hotel for a night. Guess what? You're on the list. Like, And I don't know. Like, I'm totally speaking out of turn, but that thing has smelled bad since day one. It has. Ever since it came Are out. Are you guys on the list? Hey, Definitely possible. not. Definitely. <laughs> I've never yeah. been to an He's island, dead. let alone a private <laughs> island. Okay? You never know. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> you know I have a little list. After today, we could be. I pissed off some barista. Next thing you know, I'm on the Epstein list. Oh, oh my God. Boy. Talking yeah. about pissing off a barista, I'm on a roll now. My father-in-law, your father, pulls up to a coffee uh -oh. stand. Oh, boy. And this was probably two or three years ago. No, probably four or five years ago. And she had a belly. Okay. And dad says, when are you due? Oh, jeez. <laughs> and mom's in the other seat. And he said, and she says, I'm not pregnant. And he should have shut up right then. But no. No, no. Oh, no. Dad keeps going for it. And he says, oh, I just thought you were pregnant because of the size of your belly. Oh, it just oh, Mom Mom's is at like, this point shit. wanting to get out of the car, tell them that she hitched a ride. She doesn't know this man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty bad. That, that is pretty a bad. funny story. Turns out his coffee was not comped that day. I'm guessing that there was a little bit more than cream and sugar yeah. in that That's coffee. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was just blowing on it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Stirred it with her finger real quick after she went to the back and picked her nose. Oh. There's my dad thinking, I'm being such a good guy. I'm such I'm a nice man. I care about this woman's pregnancy, and oh my God, she's not pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this foam tastes a little weird. <laughs> no scrapings. Have a nice day. No scrapings. Yeah. So yeah, as you can see, our podcast is going to be different this year. It's going to be very organic. It's going to be, some days it's going to be Shelby coming in with an idea. It's going to be, uh, what's your name again? Polly coming in with an idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like 2024 is all about change. change. And I think that's what we're leaning into. We yeah. have yeah. a member yeah, workshop there you go. 
coming up next week where we're going to meet with uh, membership and talk about what the trends have been in regards to the last four years. Turns out 2020 had this little thing called COVID happen. Yeah. The last four years have been a little crazy. So uh, we're going to talk about that. And the game has changed like all around in terms of like an auctioneer's lifestyle, yep. the fundraising space, um, events in general have changed so much and they're going to continue to change. And I think that's really where I'm coming from in 2024 is like leaning into that change. Yep. Um, so often we can get paralyzed with so much going on that it's overwhelming, but just change incrementally one piece at a time. And we've been good at that in the last four years. Um, and we got to continue to do that. Yeah. And I think the hardest and the easiest part is because it's weird because it is just as hard as it is easy in that when you're surrounded with a group of people that you believe in and, and this, this can actually apply to your home life. This can apply to an event. This can apply to your work besides, you know, charity auctions. But if you're with a group that you have confidence in and that you trust, the change almost becomes exciting as opposed to panicky. And there's a little bit of panicky going for on sure. for yeah. sure, because, you know, there's the unknown out there and, you know, we're moving around a lot of parts right now. But when you are surrounded by people that love you and that have confidence in you and that have the same desire that you have, maybe not the same idea, but the same desire, then you're in a winning situation and your change will be for the better. Yeah, agreed. And I think what we have coming up next Monday is a really, really good opportunity for our company, as well as the industry as a whole, to get all of those minds of ours together yep. and do the same thing that you and I and Shelby do every week. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let's throw some ideas around. What yep. a great opportunity to get all those minds together. Not only do we want to, you know, everybody to do, you know, think alike as far as our business model, but think outside of the box as well. Yeah. Some ideas that you may see out there, some ideas, especially the younger guys, mm -hmm. with ideas that you have that's something that maybe we have never thought about. Yeah, I think that's why I'm most excited. You know, we've done quite a few of these workshops over the years. We've had a four-year hiatus for obvious reasons with the pandemic and not holding events. Um, and the makeup of this crew is different than it's been in the past. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is a little intimidating because it has changed so much. Part of that is, is like this every other year cadence we've been in. We took a year off, so now it's even further from. But a lot of uprooting and change has happened. And what it's going to cause, it's going to cause a lot of less experienced individuals and a fewer, more experienced individuals, and we're going to mash them up. Yep. And it's going to be one of those things where, like, people are going to get a little uncomfortable, and that's good. That is good. The yeah. younger guys are going to learn a lot from those experienced guys, and I want those experienced guys to be like, oh, there is a different way we could approach this. Yeah. And that's going to be a little bit of a change for us as a company. But what I've realized as somebody that does have a lot of experience in this fundraising space is that you can have the playbook, you can have the black and white, but more often than not, when working in live events, you have to operate in the gray. You do. Hey, always put the fun and need here when you're lineup. That's not always the case. Mm -mm. Sometimes it comes at a different time and sometimes it works at a different time. So you operate in the gray area all the time. So I think we're coming from a, tra a transitional, we're in a transitional period of this company where we were, this is how you do it. And now it's like, let's figure out what's best for you. Right. And there's always been hints of that, but even more now than ever, it's more of like, okay, what is your vision? How do we curtail your event to make the most sense? Yeah, and it's exciting. It's actually pretty exciting because I'm very much looking forward to the new people coming to the workshop. Yeah. You know, that excites me. That means that, you know what, people that haven't been doing it for 20 plus years want to do it. Mm -hmm. and, and so that's really a big deal. 
It's juice. It's juice. And and you know what? And I think the more that we learn from their newness, Mm -hmm. the more we are going to be benefiting all of our organizations that we serve. I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm nervous about it. Um, I am. I'm nervous about a lot of things. Are you? I am, but I'm very excited about it because you know, there's, there's, um, there's a thought process. Like you said, this is the playbook. This is what we do. That's not that way anymore. So, you know, let's not throw the, it's not We're not going to throw the, the book out, thing, for right? sure. You don't throw, but... throw the book out ever. But I think at the same time, we have to evolve. And I think that that is something that some of our crew has been pretty hesitant in doing mm-hmm. in change. And um, we are forced to change at this point yes. in 2024. And we have some things changing inside of our office and outside of our office that are unavoidable to some extent. And I'm just really jacked about it. And I think you have to approach it with enthusiasm. I would we agree. could get a lot of really, really great insights from... The younger generation. I think so. Things that we may not have ever thought about. Hi, yeah. Pepper. We got our uh, uh, studio dog here. Studio dog here. Bring <laughs> yeah. so, new different ideas. Yeah. Hey, this is what I saw. And again, I'm to piggyback on what you said earlier about you know the structure. Mm-hmm. Eight items, funding four items. That very well, may be a thing of the past for some groups. <clears throat> right. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. I have. I ran into that this last fall. In December, right? You yes. had a few events that were like, uh, we might need to change this format a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right? and, and it was like, I, I was willing to at least see it. Because I'm sitting here talking about it. I'm going to go, I'm going to see what it feels like to actually live it. Yeah. And in, in, in these particular cases, it wasn't entirely successful, but it wasn't an utter failure. Yeah. yeah. So... There is some potential there. I yeah, think. And, and I think like the event you're referring to specifically was one where you would go out and try to sell an item and it wasn't bringing value, right? Like you were in a situation where you're like, okay, now what do I do? And that changes your game entirely when we're used to like a format where things are going above and beyond market value. It's like now you're in a situation where you're kind of on the other side of that scenario and it really forces us to kind of look at the design of the event and the fundraising strategy and really pick it apart. So I'm and, excited. Yeah, um, and we're trying to um, change, you know, everything. Like the reason that Pepper's in the studio today is because we're going to teach her how to be an auctioneer. <laughs> and um, we find that, you know, if, if people have a, a bigger variety of auctioneers to choose from. That's right. That it, it could be beneficial. Yes. She's sniffing my feet right now, but um, I think she can do it. I have confidence in Pepper. <laughs> the I'm going to have a video posted soon to show you that she can, in fact, be a big collar. <laughs> anyway, collar. yeah. Big collar and a pink collar. Big collar and a pink <laughs> collar. It. Oh, where's the Insta fo- uh, profile? Uh, lastly, uh, unfortunately, the Seahawks are out. And the Huskies didn't win. So we're going to root for. Oh, well, definitely not the 49ers. Nope, not the 49ers. (laughs) I I think I would like to see the uh, Ravens. Okay. I do. That's a good choice. I like purple and black. Um, I do. They're two of my favorite colors. So, obviously black, and if I had purple pants, I'd have them on, but I don't. <laughs> so, I'm going to go for the Ravens, but I think it's probably going to be in the Super Bowl. I can't say it. Ravens. I do. I think that's the Super Bowl ticket. And I'm Ravens. I'm, I'm going to say the Detroit Lions. Oh, nice. Nice. They're, they're, 
Now we got Shelby on those the are spot. Both, those are both great choices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to root for the Seahawks. <laughs> See, that's what I love about him. He never gives up. <laughs> that's never right. Give up. That's never gives up. This is our year, boys. This is our year. I know we don't have any games left, but we can do it. We still have the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. So let's make it, let's wrap it up. Let's do it. Uh, Yeah, thanks for following us. So if you're watching this, it may be on the heels of a member workshop. They're not always like this loose, but ultimately what we do is we talk about the fundraising space, what we try to accomplish in terms of constantly innovating the fundraising events that we're in. Um, Sometimes we share war stories. Sometimes we follow best practices based on our recent experiences. And sometimes we just talk about what's going on out in the media, too. It's true. But we're going to change it up. If they're plugging in after a member workshop, oh. this is what we're about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. You see what I'm we are about the charity space, for sure. Yes. For sure. But we also but like we are going to, yeah, we're all going to talk about other things <laughs> that are very important in the world. Like Aaron Rodgers Aaron and Rogers. Jimmy Kimmel oh and Taylor Swift. Taylor and Swift. T Swift. Emma Stone. Oh, that's it. Emma Stone. Yeah. Oh, Emma Stone. Yeah, Emma Stone's great. <laughs> yeah, what that was did you say earlier? Irma. Or uh, no, Uma you, Thompson. Irma. Oh, uh, Uma. That's a real person. Yeah. Anyway, Uma. it was wrong. <laughs> It doesn't no matter. You're, you, you're not going to watch anyway. Yeah, no. I really hope that Uma Thurman wins the Super Bowl this year. Really like Uma Thurman. <laughs> it would be a great gift for and, Tyler Kelsey and, and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we would like Aaron yeah. Rodgers and Uma Thurman to win uh, the game. I want Florence Pugh to be a queen. <laughs> <laughs> you shall now be the queen. <laughs> says to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us. This yes. is 2024, and we are off to the races. Thanks for being with us on this journey. We raise money for nonprofits and other people. Uh, check us out. Yeah. Keep your heart right and your vision clear. Right on, gang. Take care. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Go do good, I guess. Yeah.